You're listening to the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield. Be sure to follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find out more about Dr. Michelle at drmichellewatson.com. That's drmichellewatson.com. Here now is your host, Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield. Hello and welcome back to the Dad Whisper Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield, and I'm so excited that you're joining me here again today, especially if you're a dad who wants more practical action steps to put your love for your daughters and your sons into action. Well, just so you have the grid once again to guide this conversation, it's simply on your mark, get set, go. So dad, picture yourself standing side by side other dads who are getting ready to run their fathering race this week. I'm on the sidelines as your coach cheering you on and saying on your mark, get set, go. On your mark is the topic or the theme. Get set, fill in that in with stories and stats, and go is always your practical action step so that you you can put your love for your daughters and your sons into action this week. Well, today on the program, I have an awesome guest coach joining me whose wife I've already interviewed, Patty Garibay. She's the founder and executive director of American Heritage Girls, which is a national and international organization that helps raise Christ-centered, godly, empowered young women. And today we have a special treat because her husband, yes, she talked about him on the interview. She's told us all about how he has championed her in this calling and in this ministry. And today we're going to get to know the man behind the woman and a man who's raised three daughters. So welcome today, Pat Garibay. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, today we have titled our interview something that goes along with a chapter that you've even written in your wife's book, which is simply, Leadership Without the Bible is No Leadership at All. Exactly. Is that it? That's the truth. That yes. really is what you said, and I want you to talk today to dads about what's on your heart, because dads, I want you to picture when I said standing side by side each other, is Pat is right here with me as a guest coach, cheering you on as dads. He's a seasoned dad, a seasoned granddad, a seasoned leader. And maybe you're a dad that didn't really have that kind of a dad or that kind of a leader in your life. Well, today I want you to just picture that you're sitting here with me and Pat, and he's speaking truth into your life and encouraging you in the trenches because he's been there and he still is there. Uh, right? You betcha. You never quit being dad. Okay, so now how, yeah, you never quit being dad. So now for Get Set, tell us a little bit about you. Well, been married to Patty for 43 years. I am the uh, very proud parent of three girls and a son and 11 grandkids. Family's very important, always has been. And I get to see them every week. They get to come to my house for Sunday dinners. So go to church and then uh, come hang out at the house and do uh, do lots of fun things. So it's, it, it's a great time. God's blessed me. I'm a man that's more blessed than I deserve to steal a line from another <laughs> radio host. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's the truth. Um, been in business my entire adult life. Have had some very high-level, senior-level positions, so I do understand what leadership means mm-hmm. in the business world. Also know what it means in uh, family life, and that's what uh, I think we want to talk about today. Totally. Leadership in the family. And let me just start them by asking, what kind of model did your dad set for you in being a dad who leads his family? Well, my dad didn't have a dad. Is 
this is gonna happen. I'm sorry. I love. Thank I, you, though. I mean, I, I think modeling to men that you can be a leader, a senior leader, yeah. and and connect to your emotions, right? Yep. This is strength in, in manhood that I think is missing. I agree. And so agree. again, I'm talking yeah. about you modeling to men today as it coming alongside them mm-hmm. is you're modeling to them that you're going to hit some tender topics yep. at times. And when you let your, let your eyes match up with your heart, that's a good thing. Yep. Okay. Yeah. My dad didn't have a father, so he didn't have a good example, but he was part of that greatest generation. And, um, yeah. He was kind of an absent father, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't learn a whole lot about what it meant to be a dad from him. Okay. If I was going to give uh, credit somewhere, it would be to James Thompson. Wow. <sighs> so I'm a young man, um, 22, two girls. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out, how do I be a dad? Now that I've got these two young ladies that um, I know that I've got serious responsibility here, and I happened to find him on the radio one time. I was an outdoor salesman, outside salesman at that point. I'm riding the car, yeah. and all of a sudden, on comes Dobson. And I listened wow. to this, and I told Patty about that night. And then the next day, I'm out again, and I, um, he's on again. I actually, this will be funny for today's folks, I had to stop, pull over, get to a pay phone, and call her because there were no cell phones back oh, then. Oh, you're right. right. Yeah. And say, you got to turn this on. This is amazing. So he, he uh, through him and his guests in his program, I learned an awful lot about what it meant to be a father who led from the yes. Bible. And that yeah. was critical. So I'd just been a new believer, so that was really important for me to find that. Wow. Yeah. I so appreciate you just sharing your heart and your story that way because if there's dads listening that also had absent, non-existent dads, they may think they were, not only, they know they were dealt a crappy hand, but they may say, I'm forever destined to walk in that that, that footsteps. And that's my dad. My dad grew up on the south side of Chicago. That's where my dad grew up. Really? Yeah. Wouldn't that be wild if we traced this back and found (laughs) out they knew each other? So my dad was in gangs from the time he was 12. Uh, I mean, it was that survival of the fittest. You know, he'd go ride horses out in the middle of fields where it was that kid's dad that would help, or it was another neighbor boy's dad who built a shoe yep. shine box, not his dad. Right. And so it took other men saying, here's what you do as a dad. Exactly. My dad got a lot wrong, yep. but he got a lot right more than do. his dad did. Yep. And so in every generation, you can find mentor dads, you know, even that are on the radio. Absolutely. And programs like this has got to be a great help. And that's going to be dads. you right now. Yeah. Being, well, wouldn't that be so cool to be that voice, even now on this podcast, to someone like mm-hmm. James Dobson was to you? Yep. Even if one. Yeah, even if one. Even if, if one. one. Hears. It's just, yeah, it's incredible. So um, we, you know, when you talk about leadership in the family, though, I do think that God holds men accountable in a unique way. Especially... Especially for um, the okay, faith you of guys. He just said sorry. I am telling you, I love when men cry because it shows you have a heart that's alive. Yeah. And God Himself said, if the hearts of fathers don't turn, there you go to their children and children to yeah. their fathers, He'll come and strike the land with a curse. So this heart turning is is anecdotal. You know, it's an antidote. Is antidotal even a word? Yep. I'm going to make it one. But really, yeah. it's an antidote, I think, to the hurting hearts, especially of daughters yes. that say, my dad's shut off his heart, or he's going to addictions, 
right? To numb his heart because the heart pain is too much. Yeah. But you're modeling, Pat. We're going to talk about that too. About yeah, it. that going you know, to the heart going place. Going to the heart and yeah. sharing your heart with your kids because that's really important. And that's what you're yeah. doing right yeah. now. So thank you. Even <laughs> though welcome. I can tell you're like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, yeah. no, never yeah. apologize. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, I do think God holds men accountable for their family's faith. It is something that we need to take serious and we need to step up and be leaders. And I think you, you look at fatherless homes and that's what's missing. You're, you're, there's nobody there to lead in that faith building. And, exactly. and that is our accountability. God's going to hold us accountable for that. So what does that mean? There, there, there's a lot of pieces to that, especially in today's world. But I, I would say, first of all, pray for your kids daily. Don't let a day go by. Yeah, yeah. That you don't pay for the... Pray for their protection. Yeah. Pray for their future spouses. I did that constantly because I knew that I had a short window with these girls. Yes. And, our, and all three are married? All, all three, three are married. daughters. All three are, three are married. And, and how uh, did they do in the choice they made of the men they married? They, yeah. They so did, God answered that well. prayer. He, he did. Yes. Prayers, plural, really, yes, right? Pray, oh, yeah, constantly. And, and my son as well. And did you write down prayers? Because a lot of men... I say didn't. I don't really do yeah. prayer all that great. I I, I I would say I didn't either, but I still prayed. I mean that I, I wanted to make sure that I brought my kids before the Lord on a daily basis. And and probably a step back from that, if you're gonna lead your family, you have to lead yourself first. Mm-hmm. So you have to put that as a priority in your life to spend time with the Lord, spend time in his word. Yeah. Get your family to church. Don't let there be excuses not to go to church. Why does it matter that you're in church? Why can't it be enough, especially on this side of the pandemic where a lot of people got out of the habit and even when they go back, it doesn't seem the same because a lot of people have moved on or aren't going. Why does it matter? I'll tell you three reasons I think it matters. First of all, the experience of being there is so much different than watching it on TV or listening to it on a podcast. It is so much different. The Holy Spirit moves within you when you're there with other believers worshiping the Lord. So that's number one. Number two is community, especially for your kids. They need to see that it's okay to have a faith in God. It's okay to talk about my faith. And if they're at home, they're going to get on the phone. They're going to do something other than sit there and listen because it's an adult message. They need to hear messages at their level. And they need to create relationships with other Christians. Okay, So I I think that's very, very important. And then thirdly, I'm going to say there is something about the effort of pulling the family together, getting up and getting out and getting to church. All right, you're five minutes late. Okay, that's Who all cares? right. Settle down yeah. and be there to, to pray and, and yeah. to worship the Lord. It just it makes a difference in the family experience. You There's know, no question about and it. And we add that whole more is caught than taught. So yes. don't be the dad that just drops your kid off at the door and goes home oh, and watches sports no, or yep, whatever. Exactly. You want to go in there too and learn, right, by example? Absolutely. Because you're talking about leadership starts with yourself. It does. And, and you can't lead if you don't have an in-depth faith and love for the Lord yourself. You, you're not going to lead them to the right place. There's so much confusion in the world today. We have to go back to Scripture to really get and understand what God's calling us to do. And if we avoid that, it's too easy to go off that wrong path. And if you think about vectors, I'm a math guy. You think about (laughs) vectors, you start off just a degree off at the beginning. Where are you 10 years down the road? You're way off. So it's important to always come back and self-correct. So your relationship with God still has to be number one, but your family needs to be number two. Uh-huh. And sex, so, and that takes me to my second point in terms of uh, being a dad that is present. Yes. Is the priority of your family. So critical. So critical. And what about that moves you emotionally, Pat? 
Because um, I almost made a mistake several times about putting career first. Uh. It's hard. You know, you, you're going to do great things. As, and, and the world's a little different. Some, some of these dads listening today may not have been called to the same kind of performance or excellence that my generation was. Mm-hmm. We, we followed up um, the greatest generation ever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it so, was about work and providing. It was. It was about providing. And, and that being ladder. that leader is yeah. about making sure that you, you know, take care of your family. But that's not what's most important. God will take care of you. He takes care of the birds of the field. He's going to yeah. take care of you. Yeah, yeah. So make sure that you balance yes. all those things that are pulling on you in life. The career, number one, probably um, your buddies and playing sports and, mm-hmm. you know, fantasy football and all those things that take time away from your family. That's all well and good, but you got to put your family first. And, and some hints on doing that. Don't let dinner time become a craziness where you're running kids to go to different places. Don't let the family get too busy. Dinner time should be family time every night. You sit around at the dinner table and you talk about what happened yeah. that day, what happened that week, what's going on the rest of the week. Dinner time's critical. So what do you do if sports are scheduled right at that time? Do you move dinner time to you, another time? Uh, yes. You, I, I would say that that's true. Or, or you start to coach and you change times. <laughs> oh, there you go. Come on, Dad. So I, There's I coach, leadership I, I, at I its coached best. all my kids in their various sports. And, and that's another thing. Be involved with whatever they're doing. Yeah. Get involved. Don't drop them off. Not just at church. That's important not to do it, obviously, at church. But do it, yeah. whether it's some sort of scouting, whether it's sports, wh- whatever it is, music. Be there for them. Help them practice. Do the things. You know, you, you got to be present. So you're doing things, or you have done things, that your dad didn't model. Correct. Where did you learn it? How did you figure that out on the job? Well, like I said, I'm more blessed than I deserved. I, I will give God the credit. Mm. Um, but I learned a lot from listening to Dobson and then listening to other radio programs about fathering. And, and, I, and it started to hit home, and I started thinking, yeah. i got to do that. Yeah. I grew up playing all the sports, and yeah. I think my dad saw three games in uh-huh. 12 years of playing stuff, uh-huh. and um, I didn't want to be that. You so, got to be the dad you wish you had. Uh, I think so. I didn't realize when I was young that I didn't have it. It just was the way life was, yeah. right? So yeah. you just move on. But it, it, again, I, I wanted to make sure that my kids knew that I loved them and they were a priority. Yeah. Yeah. And so you get involved. You have to do that. You get involved. You get involved. Even if you don't have a skill set in an area? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. You you betcha. I coached soccer. Never never kicked. I kicked a <laughs> soccer ball, but I never played soccer a day in my life. I had no clue what I was doing. But you, you could read your videos. They didn't. Yeah. Absolutely. It's Especially about being at that present. Age. It's yeah. not about being perfect. Yeah. You don't have to be head coach. Just, just wait, raise your hand and say, I'll be here and help out. <laughs> be there every week. Exactly. Let me tell you, that coach needs the help. Right, There's right. no doubt about that, yeah. And because we're talking today about leadership without the Bible is no leadership at all, mm-hmm. how would you support what you just said about the importance of being a dad who invests in his family from the biblical perspective? Oh, wow, you're going to challenge my <laughs> biblical knowledge here now. Well, I, w- I will tell you this. God is our father is involved in our everyday life. There's the biggest example I there can think go. of. And um, Yeah, he used a family name. He did. He could have called himself the CEO. Yep. Could have called know. himself a lot of things, but he is our father. Yeah. He's involved in every way father. in our lives yeah. and is providing the direction for us. We just have to listen. Yeah. Um, there so, you go. Yeah. And how do you listen? How do you listen well, and know it's God's voice as a father uh, to you? So most that's what you already talked about. Number one is prayer. Number yeah. two is being in this word. 
And number yeah, three then he is, sounds familiar uh, absolutely. to what you're reading. And, and, and you part of, of your prayer life should be praying back to God what you are reading and, and asking for understanding around that. And then there's the community of the church. Yeah. Bouncing ideas off of other men that are godly men that you know. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I, I would say those three things. And looking for, probably fourth, a mentor in that yeah. group. Is yeah. there somebody, when you look at their family and they're grown adults and you say, wow, yeah. that's what I want for my family? Yeah. Go talk to him. You'd be amazed. He, that gentleman would probably love to, to yeah, what feed an honor. into your life. What an honor. Yeah, Absolutely. that you would respect him enough. Exactly. And that you would see the speak. results of your efforts. Yeah. You know, and going back to what you said, Pat, about just you know, pray scripture back to God in a prayer. Yeah. I think that for a lot of men would make it more doable because if they're not maybe great at praying, pick a Psalm and put yes. your kid's name in it. Yep. You know, at what time Michelle is afraid, she will trust in you, there God. You, go. you know, and so if you I don't know it. what to pray, but you're leading behind closed doors, you know, I think so much of leadership isn't what anybody ever sees. It is. You know, just like, you know, an Absolutely. iceberg, you only see the top of it, but the bulk of it is under yep. the water. And I think same for fathering. It's that what you're doing, dad, because I think, so, you know, matters because I think so much of our culture, especially now with women rising more in leadership and you know, you have a wife who's a leader. Yes, she I mean, is. Is I just want to ask you, how has that challenged you as a man to step up when you've got a Ooh. wife who's a go-getter, <laughs> a front-runner, yep. a, a world-changer? Yep. So it, it doesn't change my responsibilities, but it certainly did change my perspective, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. So I always thought I was the one that was supposed to be out in front. Uh, I was one. <laughs> when you hear me get emotional, yeah, that's a gift from God. Because he dealt with my pride oh. around that issue. And it took me a little while to you say. You weren't always oh, this connected to your emotions? Uh, oh, gosh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Really? I, I was a standard. Oh, uh, you were the tough guy? Tough guy. Absolutely. Oh, oh absolutely. And she still fell in love with you? Uh, or did this change before? Oh, I had this offside to me. I mean, I, she, like she mentioned. She I, knew I, it. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Anyway. Um, but God dealt with your pride. He and- dealt with my pride through, I always, even in my role, I mean, I had major roles within, you know, manufacturers and, and, and large companies, had to do a lot of public speaking and those mm-hmm. kind of things. And I never had a problem with it until I started talking about how the Lord's blessed me. And, and whenever I talk about how the Lord's blessed me, this is what happens. <laughs> You're like, here I am. Here I am again. <laughs> and, and, and that really started when Patty started American Heritage Girls, and she started getting out in front and, mm. and being that voice, which she needed to be. And I'm thinking, well, isn't that what I'm supposed to do as the man of the house? Of and course. Then, of course. And then, then God took that ability away from me when it comes to this. And so that's okay. But... It is okay for men and women to lead together, to lead separately, but we still have our own leadership accountability. We still have to be influencers in our family. We still have to provide guidance there, and we find the other ways, other areas of life to be a leader in. And you know, I probably wouldn't have thought about the area of pride when we came up with this title for our conversation, Pat, but when when you go there and you talk about that, I would imagine that having a wife who's just a mover and a shaker and a world changer it does probably challenge your pride as a husband going, I don't want to ever, you know, diminish her strengths right. because of my own insecurities. Exactly. Leadership means I'm going to champion the women in my home, my daughters, my wife. Well said. Even if I don't get as much press, so Absolutely. to speak. Absolutely. Right? Well said. And in fact, the, the, the press shouldn't matter at all. That's that pride issue. Yeah. I'm talking, and, and scripture talks about pride so often. Mm-hmm. We should not be prideful men. Right. So 
if humble God is, yourself. Yes, humble yourself. Under the mighty hand of God and you he'll exalt that. you. You got to do it yourself. You, you, it's and a if choice. you don't, he will. You got that right. Come on. <laughs> as long as you're listening, yes, he will. He will. And, and that's what he did to me. I mean, I, I yeah. call it a two by four up against the head. And, wow. I, and I know when I get to heaven, there's going to be a board with the shape of my head in oh, it. Oh, my goodness. Because yeah. he had to use it many times oh, on me. Wow. And that's okay. And, and yeah. that's what I needed. And he yeah. delivered what I needed. So, yeah. but it's been a, a blessing to be able to help and support Patty. Yeah. And so many of the lessons I learned early on, because she was a stay at home mom, right? Ah. So I'm out working in, in the field and having some success and I'm learning lots of leadership techniques and skills yeah. and, and putting lots of that into action. And so many things I learned came to play with American Heritage Girls. So I was able to be there and hand her things and help her do different uh-huh. things because she didn't have that experience yeah. to help get her into, into that position. Oh, that's awesome. But, you know, if you listen to God, he's going to tell you what, what, he, oh. what he wants from you. And that's where that prayer life oh, comes in. I love that. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When okay. we come back, I'm going to continue this conversation with Pat Garibay. We'll be right back. Are you a dad who has ever desired a deeper connection with your daughter, but haven't known how to go about it? Let's Talk Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters is the very resource you need. Dr. Michelle wrote it with you dads in mind. This book will support you with scripted questions, equip you to decode your daughter, and inspire you with stories of other dads and daughters. Don't wait any longer to be the hero you want to be and that your daughter needs you to be. So, to let the talking begin, head on over to drmichellewatson.com forward slash books and order your copy today. This book will become a favorite in your fathering toolbox and will give you the answers you've been looking for. That's drmichellewatson.com forward slash books. Now, back to the Dad Whisperer podcast. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield, the Dad Whisperer, here with my new friend, Pat Garibay, his wife, Patty Garibay, founded. What is it called? American Heritage Girls. Don't we love that name? Yeah, absolutely. Because our heritage is not only about our family and our ethnicity that way, but it's about who we are, right? As as daughters and sons of the Most High God. And that's what you wanted to talk about today, Pat, is yep. biblical leadership. Why does the Bible matter? Because you said, I'm not going to talk about leadership without talking about the Bible. About the Bible. Why does that matter? And a lot of this comes from a trip we just made to Israel where I really realized Bible is not a bunch of stories. It's not a bunch of different books. It is the events that have happened that have shown God's love for people and the pathway forward. And it's our owner's manual. And and without the Bible, our directions is going to be, we're going to be wayward, right? Yeah. And it doesn't matter what point in life you are. I still read verses again and again and get something new out of that verse. I do too. It's such an incredible, incredible book. It's it's an account of God's love for us. So you have to start there. That's the most important thing. So you wrote more about that in Patty's book, Why Curse the Darkness When When You Can Light a Candle. Let me say that again. Why Curse the Darkness When You Can Light a Candle. Yep. Tell me more about your chapter in that book. Well, it, it actually goes back to what we just were talking about and dealing with my pride. And as a man, I had to figure out where my self-worth came from. Yeah. And it didn't come from being out in front. It didn't come from being the business leader. It comes from God. And, and when I finally figured it out and it started to listen 
to what he was telling me to do, it became much, much easier. Then I was yeah. able to figure out my role in supporting what has turned out to be a organization that has impacted hundreds of thousands of families across wow. the country over that the last so 28 cool. years. And it, it's been very cool. I, I am a blessed man. Uh, God has given me uh, multiple chances. <laughs> He's <laughs> good at that. He is. He is. And and so we don't have to be perfect. Yeah. We have to strive to be perfect, but we're not going to be perfect. Right. And so just realize that and you just ask for what's the next best thing for me to do in, in this walk yeah. with you, Lord, and he'll, he'll help you with that. Okay, so we've talked about you and as a, as a husband, but now I want to talk about you more as a dad, as yeah. a girl dad specifically. Yeah. Okay. Share how leadership and biblical leadership has guided you in the way you've led your daughters when they were younger and even now that transition into their own marriages and, and motherhood. So a big piece that I'll go back is, is setting the priority on the family. That really is, if you start there, so many other things will start to fall in order. So a job offer, but it's a traveling job. I'm going to be gone four or five days a week. I said, no, I'm not going to do that because my family's more important. Even if it would advance your career. Oh, it would have, yeah. It would have. Oh, it would have been yeah. a significant pay increase. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm just not going to do that. So I, I put the priority over my career for the family, and, and I've been blessed. We, we are, yeah. We're fine financially. I'll never, we don't have to worry about anything. Uh-huh. And it's all due to God's blessing. Yeah. So I don't worry about that at all. But then... What do you do when you spend have that time that you're, you fo- you have now put your family first? What do you do with that time? I mentioned family dinner that is so important. You got to do it. And, and in fact, I talked about our Sunday dinners. That's why that's so important to me because mm. I bring my entire family together over dinner and we have time to talk and share and, do you and ever be cook? together. Barbecue? Oh, I do it all. <laughs> oh, okay. So I cook the meat every week. Yeah. Come on. Oh yeah, absolutely. How many men don't love that? Yeah. Let's go back to cave times or something <laughs> didn't used to do that when, when patty was a stay-at-home mom she cooked everything but uh okay, now that we're sharing responsibilities isn't that it's cool yeah, it's very cool you find yeah. what you can do exactly that becomes a tradition i imagine if i interviewed your girls they would say we love that dad does that part of the meal well That's they cool. love it because it's good <laughs> his daughter's here today too and she's nodding her head yeah but you know you you talk about what's some practical steps here's a couple other things i would yes. really suggest okay in addition to that family dinner every night bedtime's an important time it's a time to download with your kids yeah. one-on-one and, and and i had four kids but i still try to do it one-on-one with each of them and pray with them, read a book, do something that yes. is special for that individual. And each of your kids are different. You can't treat them the same. I, I remember growing up, the motto was treat all your kids the same. You don't want to do that. You want to meet them where their needs mm-hmm. are. They're each unique individuals. And so that's really important. And then how about doing date nights? Come on. Um, on a regular basis, just make sure that you take time, one-on-one time with your daughter or your son. Call it something different with your son. I get it. Go camping, do something, but spend one-on-one time. That's where you can share your heart and you learn their heart. That's when the relationship gets real. The busyness of day-to-day life, especially today with everything that's going on, you have to set aside time, one-on-one time with each child. Yeah, and that, you know, we know FaceTime is what we have on our iPhones, but it's really FaceTime. Like, we're looking at each other's faces and we're reading body language and we aren't just relying on technology right and it, it has got to be a social media free zone when you're yes, on that come date on. put the phone come down on. i can't tell you how many times at a restaurant i see a father with one of their kids and the dad's on yes. the phone or the kid's on the phone i'm thinking uh, uh. you're missing an opportunity and, and here's why i wrote my second book let's talk conversation starters for dads and daughters Beautiful. is it 60 scripts 
Ah. So the dad, if you're sitting there and you want to look down at something in your hands, there you go. How about it's a guidebook to connecting with your daughter's heart? I love rather it. Rather than getting lost in your own space. Yep. But then you're equipped to lead, so you can't ever say, "I didn't know what to say." Exactly. I didn't know what to ask. Yep. I've put the words there. And if you're, I always say, if your That's daughter beautiful. thinks they're stupid, you just roll me under the bus and I'm your fall <laughs> guide. I know she came up with it, yeah. you know, but lead, lead, lead. And then when you have that one-on-one time, if your daughter is, is also relying on technology, the last chapter flips the script and he can hand his daughter the book to ask dad about his life. Ah, uh, there you go. Right? So that's yeah. really that interactive. Cause I've had some daughters say, I hate being on the hot seat where my dad's just drilling me with questions. So then she can ask dad. Yeah. Questions about his life. I love it. That, that's good. And that gets the conversation going. It totally. goes back and forth and you get to bear your heart that way. Yeah. But dads, I have no problem with you saying no to social media. I, yeah. I, I, I yeah. think you have to. I think you've got to take the, your own phone yeah. and their phone yes. and put it in a pocket and just say, tonight we're not going to have phones, okay? Yes. We're just going to talk. Yeah, absolutely. Especially on those one-on-one date times. I think sometimes I think of like a client I had years ago, 17 years old, and her dad actually, he owned his own business and she's like, my dad never misses work. He never leaves, you know, the ship unattended. But she's like, one day, again, I had a little encouragement, but I say, dads, don't say where you got the idea. But dad went over to school, took her out of school to take her to lunch. Yes. She'll never forget it. She's like, I was more important than my dad's job. Yep. And sometimes when you do something where she knows the cost, you did put your phone away, even though you have business or you didn't uh, attend to maybe said, I'm going to come to your play instead of that out of town meeting. It's sometimes what you don't do that you skip that lets her know how much she means. Yes. Well said. Well said. Yeah. That's and, leadership. And, and it is. It is. And, and to build on that, you never stop being dad either. So um, yeah. as a father of uh, adult kids. Yes. Same thing. Yes. I had one of my daughters tell me a story. So when, when they went away to college and uh, all my kids actually moved away for college, we, we thought it was part of the important deal uh-huh, for them being uh-huh. adults. And, and, and we yeah. went through all kinds of things, setting up budgets and partially was there. So they mm-hmm. learned how to handle money and all that stuff. But I always tried to set up a, a time every week where we had a telephone call. Awesome. And I did it because I missed them. I just wanted <laughs> to talk to them, right? Yeah. I wanted to make sure he had that. Yeah. Yeah. But one of my daughters said to me one time, you don't know how important that was to me. Looking back, she tells she, you that she now. She said, I looked forward to that call. It was great to connect. That was so important. It yeah. really helped me. Yeah. So you never stop being dad. And I still yeah. have conversations yeah. with them one-on-one about things. So you never stop being dad. So don't think that this is a job that ends. Uh-huh. And uh, I... I be thankful that it doesn't end. And you initiated, I'm guessing. You were the one that said, I want to set up those oh, yeah. calls. Oh, yeah. Set up, set a time. So, so it was a set time that she could make. So dads know that your daughters are super duper busy and she may make you work for it. Some yep. of them like, I'm too busy, dad. I don't have time. And we missed some of them. We had to for different reasons, right? right? you kept stepping back up to the plate. Isn't Absolutely. that leadership yes. at its best? It is. And again, when we talk about biblical leadership... How much does God as a father say, you can push me away, you can kick me down, you can say I hate you, you can beat on my chest, but he's like, I'm not giving up. Nope, and that communication is prayer, and that communication uh-huh. with your daughter is just as important Talking. as you praying. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I could talk with you all day, Pap. No. <laughs> you know, I love to end with, you've given lots of great practical action steps, but if you were to give a dad listening one action step today, what could he do today to begin to step up his leadership skills in pursuing his daughter's heart? What would you say? 
Well, when you phrase it like that, pursuing his daughter's hearts, I'm going to go back to the date night, to that one-on-one time. There is, there's no substitute for that. If you want to know her heart, and it's not, I'm going to grill you, it's go out and have some fun. That's yeah. when you learn. Yeah. You know, do something that you both enjoy or that she enjoys. Yeah. And then you th- might th- not, that's most important. Does. That's yeah. right. It's okay if she doesn't. Yeah. It's okay. Or if you don't. I mean, something that she'll enjoy, that she'll look forward yeah. to. And start as young as you can. I mean, start because then they, then they get the expectations and they yeah. know it's a fun time, and that's when you'll learn your daughter's heart. And do you do that with your granddaughters? Not enough. We've talked about with all of our grandkids. Yes. We can have one on one time, but when you got eleven of them, and and we're <laughs> both still so working, it's, it, yes. it is tough. But we, yeah, I do make sure that when we have Sunday dinners. I try yeah. to pick one each week that I'm going to have a unique conversation with. Oh, I love it because that's yeah. practical. Oh, it if is. it's too much, do one. Do one. That's One exactly. of them to yep. focus on. Yep. I love that because, again, that is biblical leadership when God says, I'm going to leave the 99 and go after the one. After the one. Yep. Really, that really is, is. biblical yeah. leadership it is. at its best. It is. Well, thank you so much, Pat, for being here today. It's been a joy oh. to be with you, Pat Garibay. On Your Mark has been leadership without the Bible is no leadership at all. He's given lots of practical go steps throughout our get set part of the conversation. And Dad, it's been a joy to be here with you all. I'm Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield, the Dad Whisperer, signing off and encouraging you to make today a day where you intentionally and consistently invest in pursuing your daughter's hearts. Go Dads. Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. To find out how you can invite Dr. Michelle for your next event, go to drmichellewatson.com and click on the speaking tab. That's drmichellewatson.com. Dr. Michelle loves bringing practical insights she gleaned over the past few decades to audiences of teenagers, young adults, men's groups, or women's forums. Once again, go to drmichellewatson.com, that's drmichellewatson.com, for more information on the books, resources, and blogs that she has available. Remember, you can listen to the Dad Whisperer podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And we'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you again on the next edition of the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield.